Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 78 today. Today's topic is BMF, season one, episode five, titled Secrets and Lies. From a scale to one to ten, I give this episode a ten. This shit was fire, and we about to break it down, dissect it, and do what we do over here on this platform. I just have a few church announcements, and we'll jump straight into the show. Um, Starting, I think, at Thursday, I dropped the Queen's Review for the new TV show series, Queens. I will be back on Thursday with another recap of episode two of that. I'll be back on Friday to recap Big Sky. It comes on on Thursday nights on ABC Network. So does Queens as well. Uh, also, uh, we'll finish up our Snowfall recap. So you guys got time to catch up on that. It's some people who has never seen it and they're going along with the recaps with me. So we'll do season three. We'll drop two episodes on that next weekend where we'll do season three episode. Um, what is that? five and six and seven and eight so we'll get those in next weekend as well probably friday i'm gonna try to get a lot of content out friday because saturday i won't be on but sunday y'all know i'll be right back on with bmf so i'm um, gonna take a couple days off because i'm you know during the week that's when i work work on the book but we'll pick back up thursday so make sure you tune in do not forget health is wealth and in the times we're living in now stress is at an all-time high if you live in the atlanta area Roswell to be expect to be my words getting twisted. Roswell to be exact. Why not come in and get your spa day on? You can book your appointments now because guess what? Doors open tomorrow, October 25th. Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. They will be specializing in mineral detox body wraps, vaginal steams, iconic foot baths and colonics, Himalayan salt and ferret sauna therapy, and much more more so you can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthspa.com you can like and follow them on facebook health ambience health and wellness spa and it will be ten dollars off any service with the flyer so go on and get your spa day on also i hope you guys love books the reason why is because i'm writing a book and i can't wait to drop that um i'll be done wrapping up the story i put myself on a deadline for christmas that's my christmas gift to myself to have my novel done um and if you love like the BMFs, the Snowfalls, the movies like Paid and Full, I'm kind of writing like a fictional story like that. So I'm super excited about that. But I got a dope book for y'all to go cop now. Check out on Amazon some things I've been through. A memoir by Gully TV. That shit is fire. Good content, good read. He also has a YouTube channel. It's over 100,000 subscribers with a lot of dope content. So go check that out as well. Um, that pretty much wraps up the church announcements. Um, you can catch up on all the episodes I did this weekend. I dropped Queens, Big Sky, Two Snowfalls, and now BMF. And then I'll be back on next Thursday. You can follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice for Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews for IG. And if you have Spotify app, even if you don't download it, it's free. And I have made all of my music playlists public. I got all the music y'all want. I got some dope playlists. Come on and check out Shanice's ears. My ears is long range. You know what I'm saying? I got Motown. I got 
oldies. I got blues. I got gospel. I got hip hop because I'm a hip hop head. 90s, 2000s, R&B, late night, late night mood when you with your boo. You know what I'm saying? I got some meditation stuff, some elevator 90s music, some chill mode stuff. So all you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. One, I know for sure at least one or two playlists will pop up. If you pick pick on my, um, like click on the picture profile, you'll see all of my playlists. Just go ahead and follow them and, you know, there you go, your music right there. Shanice got you covered on the music playlist. But on that note, I have talked about all the church announcements so let's talk bmf name is shanice and she's the one her name is shanice and she's the one So 50 Cent put something on Instagram and I want to read it. Um, This came straight from Big Meech himself. And he wrote it to his son, Lil Meech, and 50 shared it. October 8th, 2021 from Demetrius Flannery. Keep in touch. So we can talk about the third and fourth episode and whatever you out there doing, all positive vibes. I really love 50 for helping us make all this happen for us. It's like he the only one to sincerely come through and put us on the 100 percent legitimate successful path. And he never owed us shit, but gave us everything. When almost all the sports and entertainers I've known. Most of my life never spoke up or helped us get on the path to legitimacy. What 50 has done for us, to me, is priceless. And there's nothing um, nothing we meaning you and I won't do for him if he needed it. I love you, son, with all of my heart for life and death. Your dad, the real Big Meech, BMF, immortal. That's from Big Meech. Also, um, you know, a lot of stuff is going on with Blue Da Vinci. I'm not getting off all into that. He's been going on, you know, tangent on his Instagram. So that story has went viral about this show. So um, I'm sure if you Google it, you'll see that. I'm not getting off all into that. But a lot of stuff with Blue Da Vinci has been out there. Um, This was a really good episode. It opens up the story you're about to see is loosely based on truth some of the names characters businesses and events have been fictionalized for dramatic purposes but a lot of this shit may have actually happened we get another opening nothing worth having ever comes easy it's like that with love it was like that in the streets and it's like that trying to get my freedom demetrius big meech flittery Free being Meech, by the way. So, let's go ahead and dissect this episode. And just a quick note. um, It was a lot of people who wanted to stand by Big Meech when he was free. And I thought it was very telling. And he said, you know, 50 the only one who been down for him. That just shows you when you're on top, some people only around 
for the shine because I seen a lot of people who on top of the world right now who was claiming BMF and well here them nowhere. But anywho, um, we open up and everybody lies. We go back and back in the day like we always do when, when they open up in every scene and you know they showing everybody lying. And we see back in the day, Lucille, she has um, one of the boys getting ready to go to school. And you know how your mama writes your little letter to send to the teacher. So it's basically saying why he missed school. And he like, mama, why can't I just tell the truth? She like, no, just tell me you weren't feeling well yesterday. He said, but mom, why I just can't tell the truth? The lights was off. She said, boy, do what I see. <laughs> y'all know y'all remember those days. And then we also see... um. Even little Nicole, she's sitting there lying to Papa Charles. He like, you doing your homework, baby? Yes, daddy. And she got the little MC Light magazine and supposed to be doing her homework. We see Papa Charles lying. Mama Lucille walk over there like, how this dress look on me, Charles? And he like, look good, baby. <laughs> so moral of the story, sometimes we lie to keep from hurting people's feelings. So when we go into the present day of the show, uh, we see that they're at, at like the um, pre-hearing, you know, to talk about this lawsuit they got on when the lawyers meet up. So we can see early the hospital attorneys, they're, they're, they're playing dirty. They're playing how they play. And they're bringing up Terry Lee um, attempting to leave the hospital against the doctor's orders. They're um, even having pictures of him, surveillance of, of him and Meech getting out of $30,000 cars and asking, you know, his parents, like, what do you do? And we see Charles, he works for the Cadillac uh, factory, like General Motors, um, and a second job at the hospital and his mother works at Wendy's and you know off their income they can't afford the luxury things that we're seeing Meech and Terry in and that is true to form when you have a lawsuit on a company they um they will definitely have people watching you like my cousin does that type of work and um sometimes people are filing lawsuits and um talking about they hurt their back and stuff and she has to sit in front of their house she'll follow them to church you know to make sure like they walking you know good and it ain't looking like something is wrong so they do do that and we see you know the lawyer she ain't playing no game she like terry you ain't gotta say nothing um don't 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 say nothing you know so the lawyer she's doing what she has to do she's doing what she has to do um and charles when he sees that car when he sees terry um getting out of that car he is like he, he knows he um lucille is still in she's still kind of like naive but um charles no he know, and that's why he ain't in the house at this moment. So we go into the next scene. We see um Pat. He done got a new door man, well door woman, and she she don't look like she played no games. <laughs> she don't look like she played no games, cause you know my other man Rock he got killed last week. So she pats Meech down, you know, and Pat tells her like you know get this little nigga re up. And Meech like, nah, I won't be needing that. Pat already knows. New plug. You got a new plug. 
and he is pissed. Meech, he does try to end peacefully. Pat is still a mentor to him. He still looks up to Matt, but he, I mean, I said Matt. He still looks up to Pat, but uh, you know, when you when you see a mentor doing stuff you against, you know, rule number one: don't get high off your own supply. And then just there how everything that went down lately. So, you know, he gets to trying to end peacefully. But then he tells him, like, you broke your own rule. The first thing you told me, never get high off your own supply. And he'll, you know, then you killed Rock. You threatened me. And he like, those was lessons. But when he mentions, you know, the getting high off your supply, Pat didn't like that too much. He, <laughs> Pat, Pat didn't like that too much. He punches, he punches his ass, you know. Gives him a good one too. Tell him he is done. Like nigga, you ain't no family, ain't no this. You is dead to me. So we'll see how that goes. You know what I'm saying? Uh Pat was looking real crazy right there. Um, we go into the next scene and we see Zoe. Lil Zoe is so happy to wake up and see crazy ass Lamar in the house. Him and Monique laying up in the bed. Zoe run to make them some pancakes. Monique slam that dough. They get them a little morning round in. And Lamar is happy. Monique gonna even let him pick Zoe up from school. She, go, she going on like, look, you better be on time, nigga. We, we, we know you. So Lamar, you know, he ain't got his little 12th Street crew popping. He back on top. He got his daughter. He got Monique. He didn't got <clears throat> Meachinum product. So he even got an inside man on Meachinum team. So he's happy. Can't nothing mess up his joy at this moment. But when we go into the next scene, we see um Terry and Meach. They're arguing about the lawsuit because that's gonna bring more heat on watching them while they out there trying to do everything that they doing. And they make that money in a day of what they're trying to even offer. It's not even worth it. And Terry like, look, I can barely see out of my eye. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> we know, because we've covered the documentary, uh, we know that they're going to get that lawsuit money. But, you know, they're, they, they're having their differences about that. And we see Terry at this time is not even mentioning a big L. So, um Meech also has a plan for Lamar, but he tells uh, Terry, like, you're not going to like it, but we, we, I got something. Everybody got a weak spot, and Meech knows Lamar's. So we go into the next scene, and we see his plan. We see him picking up Zoe. She like, Uncle Meech. He tells her they're going for a little adventure. She like, where your, like, nice cars at? He, you know, undercover car, you know. So she happy to see Uncle Meat. She trusts Uncle Meat. She leave with Uncle Meat, and they take off for their little adventure, right? But then we see Lamar. He waiting at the school because he was late, like um, Monique told him not to be. And, you know, he's waiting and waiting. And he asks one of the kids, like, have you seen Zoe? And she's like, oh, I think she left with her dad already. So he is pissed. But then we see Scrappy. Not Scrappy. What's that boy's name? Lil Zane. I called him Scrappy. Lil Zane. <laughs> Lil Zane. We see Lil Zane. What is Lil Zane, um name in the show? Hold on one moment, y'all. Saki. Yeah, I think I think uh, we're probably going to see much more of him. Uh, 
in season two or probably in the last few episodes because they say he's supposed to be a soldier in here. But we haven't seen too much of him. But we see Saki he go up to Lamar and he like, remember me? We got an even exchange. So <laughs> Lamar, Lamar, him his ass up. And, you know, Saki tell him, like, hey, you want your daughter back? Hey, you do something to me. She ain't coming back. And Lamar don't know what to do. He just got that crazy ass look on his face. And he let uh Saki go. Saki walk away talking shit. Then we go to uh Lamar car. He got the 666 on the back of the license plate. And that is so Detroit. In the early 90s, that's when uh, Isham was popping. And Isham, he rapped that old devil stuff. <laughs> so when you see that license play, oh, my God. Um, and then we go into the next scene. And we see um, after a while, Zoe, you know, her and me, they rolling around. He done went and got her something to eat. And she's starting to get a little skeptical. She like, um... Meach, you know I live not too far from here. Are you going to take me home? My mama didn't say you was picking me up. But he sweet talks her. You know, he like, oh, we're going to go get some ice cream, some Rocky Road. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of, you know, sweet talks her in the calming her down because she was starting to get a little skeptical. And he ain't been around in a while because Papa Lamar, well, Candyman Lamar been back in town. So um, after that, we go and we see Lucille. Lucille knows deep in her heart, Terry is hustling. She knows it, but doesn't want to admit it. And that's just being a parent. You know, um, parents are human. So I'm going to need some people to, with their little comments, to calm down. Because that's like a human. This show is true to form and is the shit. And this is how things go. You don't want to just admit your kids are doing something like that that's type of a hard thing to accept especially when you know you tried everything you could do um hold on one second so she knows and she asked him she like look at me are you in this with your brother he tell he looks at her and looks at her you know dead in the face tells her no we see that the hospital they have offered twenty five thousand dollars, and a lawyer tells them, you know, you got three days to decide. Charles, you know, he like that's a lot of money, you know, but you know they got three days to think about it. They got three days to think about it because if they're trying to offer something, they know they'd have messed up. But um, twenty five thousand dollars that was a lot back in the eighties. You know, the cost of living wasn't as high as it is now. Um, we go into the next scene and we see B, Mickey, and Kato. They laid up. But he's starting to wonder, like, you know, before you said you wasn't, you weren't trying to mess with me. Like, now you come over here, you know, like you a porn star putting it on me. Where, where all this come from? You always was so stern about not messing with nobody in the crew. And she like, nigga, if you find a hundred dollars, do you ask why you found it and try to find out where you got it from? Or do you just be happy you found it? So she, you know, puts that little game on him real quick. But she get a page, nine zero zero. And he like, that's Meech. So when she calls Meech, she um she tells him she'll be there in a half hour. Now we see B Mickey, he this might start to be a problem in the near future. He's like, what he want with you? Calm down, bruh. 
be Mickey. Calm your ass down. Be, I, I think, I don't know. Going forward, I do think B. Mickey might end up being mad loyal. I really do. But he he they're young, they're still teenagers. But B. Mickey might end up being a problem for a minute. But I do think he is going to end up being a loyal soldier throughout. I don't know, but I think he is. But he got a little jealous because he didn't know what the hell Meech was calling uh, Kato for. So them messing around, it's going to be bad for business for a minute. And we know she already playing two sides of the fence. So um, we go into the next scene and we see Lamar, a.k.a. Candyman. He got the... <laughs> he didn't... <laughs> He didn't went and got the crew together. He called a, a meeting, a huddle. And he like, I want you to find where Terry, where Terry lay his head, where Meech lay his head, where they mama lay their head, where they daddy lay their head, where they drunk uncle lay their head, and where they big teeth ass auntie lay their head. <laughs> he wants to know everything. <laughs> but, the, you know, and they just looking at him. They like, okay. But um, the dude, Tiny, you know, he got sense. And he like, well, you know, you the one who said it's all business. Like, you know, I thought you said we was going after their money. It's all business. This something else. And, you know, Candyman, he got to stop. And he like, yeah, you right. You right. You right. Go ahead. Y'all get the business. But when Tiny walking away, Lamar pulled that bill out and get to choking him. I mean, and Tiny been around for a long time and the other crew they just standing there not doing nothing but slick has to make lamar snap out of it because he like bro we we need all the soldiers we can get right now so <laughs> lamar let some let some loose let some loose hell i i didn't know what lamar was about to do with that belt i know he's about to get like a baby boy scene you know but we um we go into the next scene and we see we got a so-called witness. And we also see Detective Bryant. He is looking very, very nervous. Because at first I'm like, you know, when the guy was talking and we could see um, his partner, Detective Lopez, he is on to this case. He is on. And I have a theory. I'll put that out there in a minute. But at first I thought maybe this was like, you know, um, Detective Brian bringing somebody in to throw something off. I don't, you know, didn't know at first. And then they kind of looked at each other. But that man, he realized um, Detective Brian was there or he's involved. So when they give that look, we see that Detective Brian is panicking right now. He got a lot of loose ends to cover. So we're going to have to watch out for Detective Lopez as well. But um, we go in, we see Charles and Lucille. They, they kind of go back and forth about the lawsuit money because she like, that ain't enough for my son's vision. And he is like, that's enough to get him out of, you know, up under Meech's thumb. He can go to college, you know, and they kind of go back and forth. And she like, well, you don't live here anymore. So um, I'll get back to them towards the end of the episode for the next episode coming out. Uh, the previews that that look really good. But they're kind of, they see two different things. She don't want to see what's in her face. And Charles, he knows what both boys is, is doing. So he's already, he already knows it. And he don't want, he don't want nothing to do with it. Um, 
we also see um Terry and Meech, they take Zoe to Kato's house, which is the wrong place since we know she plays both sides. And when Lamar calls and she goes back in that back room and, you know, he, he threatens her and everything else. And she like, I, ain't, I don't have your daughter. I ain't seen your daughter. But when she walked out and Meech and Terry and was gone, I'm like, I they didn't see anybody at first. I was like, damn, did they hear her? And take the little girl, but they left Zoe there and they took, they dipped off. Because Kato, uh, I can't wait for this to come out about her working with Lamar. But it seemed like she kind of want to be with the 50 boys crew. And she just scared of Lamar or he got something on her. So um, she has Zoe over there. And um, we go into the next scene. And after that, what happened? Um the brothers they kind of go back and forth about the plan terry is he just ready to off lamar he like let's just you know what i'm saying let's just kill him Meech gotta kind of warn him like dude you ain't a killer you you could barely handle what happened to rock you know we're gonna have to do it this way i know you don't like it but hell this the game you know and you you're not even about that they kind of go back and forth but you know they end up calming down settling it out you know how they do they brothers you know they brothers um and i love the brotherly dynamic i love on how they're both different and that that's what made bmf work i mean they they, they reign supreme for a long time so you know even though you know they did have a downfall they still was out there for a long time and they did have two different styles two different ways of doing everything and you know you don't hey they, they was organized for sure so uh, we get into the next scene and we got lamar he's sitting in the back with you know in the backyard smoking on a stogie paranoid here come monique she comes to the back when she finds out meech had zoe oh she is pissed she is pissed we also see slick now we see he the one <laughs> we see he the one who uh hoop shot last week he over there just limping <laughs> we see him just limping his ass <laughs> but monique like this this got something to do with y'all street shit don't y'all so monique is pissed and he like no you can't call the police don't call the police uh i'm gonna get her back so um we go into the next scene and we see Detective Bryant. He's sitting at his desk eating, eating his lunch. Detective Lopez come over there and he mentions, you know, how J-Mo J had one shot to the head. and He is missing a diamond earring. So that makes Detective Bryant think, um, like, damn, you know, did I do I have that earring? You know, is this going to lead back to me? But then it goes and we see Lamar. He busts in Kato's house. And at first I was thinking, did she call him and tell him that Zoe was over there to cover her butt? But, you know, as he's in there, you know, looking through everything, we see Meech, he just, he's walking off, you know, calmly with Zoe. So that was a close call. At first I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, they missed each other. I don't know how they missed each other, but Meech, you know, was just leaving. That was an intense scene right there. And, um... 
he calls um he end up calling Meech on that brick cell phone and Meech tells him <laughs> he end up like do what you gotta do with hanging up you know he calls his bluff basically so um we go to the next scene and about time we see the 50 boys that finally got one up on 12th street and we see limp and slick they walk up like they about to catch tea and then here come all of them they put their ass in the trunk <laughs> they take they take the 12th street boys to the warehouse we got uh slick he talking slick at the mouth. I mean, he just won't shut up. He talking about Terry's son. He talking about Terry I. He talking about how they hit like girls. I mean, he is just going, going. This was so funny. And then when uh, Terry got tired, kind of punching a bit of face. But when him and B. Mickey got the stumping this fool out, that, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Oh my God, they were stomping on his head. I'm like, oh my God, that 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 scene was hilarious. But we see Slick is a soldier. He ain't talking. He a soldier. Here is where my theory comes. The next scene. Now I could be reaching. I don't know. But we see Detective Bryant. He is dumb enough to be in the police precinct um garage and he is searching for that earring and we see detective lopez he just pops up like everything all right he finds the earring but he just says you know he's missing his keys but i am wondering i i, I could be really reaching but i wonder do you think do y'all think detective lopez put that earring in there to set him up Cause I mean that just was so odd. Like you mentioned, just one earring, and then he go looking for. It. I'm like, did detective did they find the earring um, when they was you know taking everything off his body and then put it there? I don't know. I could be I could be reaching. I'm just trying to think of a theory because um, detective Lopez he is on it. Like um, detective Brian, that's why he getting paranoid. He don't, he won't out. He won't out. He done got in too deep after that murder was committed. And that's where B. Mickey put them in a bad situation. So um, Big Meech, he ends up coming to the warehouse. And we see Slick. He beat the hell up, but he's still not talking. But Meech handles him a different way. He makes him hurry up and get up. He hops over there to the window. And we see Zoe is in the car. And Meech negotiates. He like, if you don't tell me where my stuff is at, I'm going to cut her head off, send it to um, Lamar and with the letter saying you had a chance to save her. And he know he did either way. He ends up doing the right thing, telling where the stuff, where the product at. And they get him cleaned up and he takes Zoe back home. But we also see Monique at this time is at home breaking down. We see Meech. <laughs> it's crazy, but he didn't left her a voicemail on the machine. And she is going crazy, you know, panicking, breaking down, worried. Um, She might know in her mind, like, I don't know, like, she know Meech a little bit. So she's like, maybe he won't hurt her, but she is going through it. But we see Zoe is returned. Uh, Lamar embraces her with a deep hug when um, Slick bring her back. And she's like, I had fun with Uncle Meech, Daddy. 
So we go into the next scene and we see Terry. He is talking to Wanda about the lawsuit. And she basically tells him, like, Terry, I don't really want to hear what your mom say do, what your dad say do, what nobody say do. What do you want to do? It might be time for you to start thinking about you. You don't always have to be so, you know, everything is so connected to your brother. And then we see him kind of look at that picture of his brother because they, you know, the womb to the tomb. They've been thick and thick since they was babies, you know, they're, they're brothers. So we go into the next scene and we see Lamar. He returns Zoe. And Monique, she she gives that girl a hug. She like, you know, just that embracing hug, that motherly hug. She like, go take a bath. When Zoe gets to the back, she put Lamar ass out. She like, you, Meech, all y'all, stay the hell away from me. She slammed that damn door on that Green Reaper. And he makes that smile with that damn gold tooth. Like, he just, whew. Y'all better get out of Lamar's way. Lamar, he ain't got nothing to lose right now. He coming. He coming. Him and that tooth is coming. So we're going to the next scene. Pat, what the hell you doing? He trying to get Detective Bryant on his payroll, off Meech payroll. And we see Pat, he ain't looking too good. He ain't looking too good. Detective Brain got to tell him, like, see, that's what I don't like about you New York niggas. And y'all know, I told y'all before, uh, Pat, his character is based off of E.D. E.D. is a real OG, still in Detroit, the man, very respected. And he is from New York. So, like, they keeping it true to form. I love it. I love it. Um, I don't know if E.D. was messing with, you know, crack or nothing, but E.D. is the man to this day very respected but um i loved the scene i loved it now i'm happy they gave it to us these two brothers working together you know pat, pat and detective bryant they are blood brothers uh wood harris and steve harris so i loved every minute of this scene to see them in the same you know talking to each other and being able to act with each other like and shout out to 50 cent he know what he is doing <laughs> so i loved it, that scene seriously so we end up getting another scene and we see we got a 12th street crossover we got somebody ready to cross over see remember Famille, he was ready he was trying to act like he wasn't but Famille was thinking about it they heard me speech about the you know working together coming together like the mafia and they see how lamar running things so tiny Shit, he like business over colors. So now we see Meech and Tiny. They got their own thing going on. And now we got a 12th Street crossover. So 12th Street, they is crumbling right under Lamar. He and what had this crew for about a week. And look at how everything going. But good, good, good thing, Meech. Good. Meech know what he's doing. And we go into the next scene. <laughs> oh, shit. This scene was so funny because um, Terry, you know, he went on and told uh, his brother about meeting up with Big L and she don't want to do business with Meech, only T. And then T like, what? I mean, not, not me. T like, Meech like, what? You know, but he handles it good. He does handle it good for him to always be, you know, in charge and always over everything. He handles it well, but, you know, Terry like, you too flashy. Look at you. Terry go, I mean, Meech Terry leave and Beach go on the porch with old boy from across the street. He like, am I too flashy? 
got the gold chains on the glasses. Dude, like, yeah. He said, look, I I know y'all all my life. I ain't getting between that. Y'all, I ain't getting between y'all. Because they always argue it. I love every I love every scene between those two. Um, we go into the next scene and we see. Detective Brian and his partner, Detective Lopez, they go to the witness house. But the witness, him and his suitcases, then disappeared. And uh, Detective Brian is happy. But we see um, Detective Lopez ain't buying it. He already, he know what's up. He is just like Lucille. He know what is going on, but don't want to accept it. But he's steady starting to come around and do some little investigating on his own. And when Detective Bryant leaves, I knew Lopez wasn't too far behind. He goes and he meets up with Meech at a gas station. And this was the dumbest shit that could, he could have done. He handed him back, you know, the package of money. And not only do you have this fool following you, but y'all also had a surveillance, you know, watching everything y'all do from the lawsuit. So y'all need to be easy right now. And um, he hands them back the money. And he like, me and you, this is what we got going on. It is over. But we see Lopez. He creeped off in the car, ducked down, and watching everything. So now he know Detective Brian is dirty and has been in bed with Meech. So um, we get into the next scene. <sighs> wow. Meech walk in. Terry didn't make the um he he didn't he didn't got the stuff from Big L. And he got the bricks just sitting on the bed. And Meech like, yeah, Meech walking in geek. And Terry is he's been doing a lot of thinking. And he like, bro, you ain't we ain't went too far. Kidnapping, murder, and we hear we see somebody listening, and it's Mama Lucille. Mama Lucille didn't seen the, the drugs. She didn't heard about the kidnapping. She didn't heard about Rock being killed. She she dropped that glass and just that that look. You know that whole family dynamic. If it ain't true to form and them people ain't acting their butts off, man, come on now. I I'ma support this show. This this man, oh my God. That the look she gave, it just was so real. Just good caption of that. Like just a heartbreaking mother when you find your kids is doing something that you don't approve of. And they don't know what to say. And it ends with like the biggest lies we tell ourselves tell is the ones we tell ourselves. And that was it. 50, he does it again. <laughs> um, free big meech, by the way. Um, we got three more episodes because uh this was the first season and they only did eight. So I'm sure they already been picked up for season two, and I'm sure next season they'll give us ten. Um the next episode, the previews, is titled Strictly Business. And we also see that it's going to be people after. It's going to be something bad happening. It's going to be somebody after the 50 boys. And they coming for their family. So we got uh, Meech and Terry trying to get um, they, they family away. And Papa Charles, like, what have y'all done so bad where we got to leave this house? So 
I'm thinking next episode is going to be so intense and fire. We see Nicole talking about she living like a prisoner. So he must have got him out the house. We see Lamar and the 12th Street crews that 12th Street crew, they got somebody hemmed up. So um yeah, we gonna check back in next Sunday, same time, same platform, and we will break it down. Uh that pretty much wraps it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because I loved it. Um, I'll be back on Thursday with the Queens recap, and you know, we'll pick up and do what we do. So you guys have a beautiful week. Stay safe. It's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.